0: views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Full Life Chiropractic. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO.
1: Welcome. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health. And how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, we're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make that happen. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Today, we're going to be talking about um, overweight and obesity. Uh, overall, just the standard American lifestyle. Uh, I guess that's the title of the show, the, Amer- the standard American lifestyle. And what that means to you and how all these foods and things that you're putting in your body, uh, chemicals, etc., are affecting your body and how that is going to eventually lead you to uh, early uh, development of disease, which, of course, many of us don't want. So uh, I want to welcome you today to the show. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press Option 2 if you want to talk to somebody. If not, just text the office at 937 552 7364. And obviously, my team will respond back with whatever help you need. And uh, uh, of course, you can always find these shows, always this show and every other show we've ever done so- from the very beginning. Um, you can find it on iTunes via podcast by searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. And you can listen to this show or any other shows, or any of the multitude of topics that I've done in the past uh, three years. Or so I've been on air. So, welcome. Um, so, today, before I get started, of course, I like to share my mom's story uh, because it grounds me. It allows me to focus on what it is that I do and why I do it and why it is that I want to help people not ever become my mom. And, you know, why my mom uh, literally did a lot of the things that I talk about that led her to being diagnosed with breast cancer six, almost seven years ago now, as it would have been. February of 2014 when she called me to tell me the devastating news that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So, of course, at that moment, she starts crying on the phone. Of course, I start crying as she's my hero, uh, seeing this woman struggle day in and day out as a single mother of three uh, to put food on the table and a roof over our heads. I knew my mom was a survivor and I was, you know, obviously, but but at the same time, I was scared for her life and I was scared for what life would look like without her. So I asked my mom, what are you going to do, Mom? Uh, what are you going to do now? She says, uh, Son, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. Uh, too many friends and family have died, and I'm not undergoing that, that treatment. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. I don't know what to do, uh, but I know one thing. I know God put an amazing power in your brain, Mom, and if your brain and your body are communicating at 100%, your body ought to function and heal at 100%. So, Mom, let's just get your spine checked and see what's going on there. So we got her spine checked, and we took, you know, we took some X-rays, and we saw that my mom's neck, her curve in her neck, that was supposed to be forty-five degrees. When we took her X-ray, we saw that she had lost one hundred percent of the curve in her neck. Her neck was completely straight, which is not normal. Of course, that's strike one. Uh, from front to back, you are supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T one. Through T7, her upper back area, my mom had a bend in her spine, putting crushing pressure on those nerves, going to her vital organs, right, and those vital organs, heart and lungs, along to her breast tissue. But moreover, my mom would always suffer from the same symptoms every single day, every single year. For many years, uh, when I was growing up, my mom was always suffering from upper back pain, neck pain headaches, chronic sinus infections, and every single time she got, the, literally, to the doctor, she got the same exact answer, which was drugs and suggestions for surgery. So I asked my mom, why have you decided to do something different? So son, it is simple. I finally realized that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Um, so I, I want to see them grow up, so I got to do something different. Those those children are my kids. 3 and 1 on the way as uh, so some, somebody uh I mean some of you might have heard uh, my my wife Dr. Whitney is pregnant with our fourth, so we're so blessed and she's due in June. So my mom took responsibility for her health to literally be there for her grandchildren and because of that my mom is still alive today. I'm so thankful for that. we just got to see her for the New Year's Eve uh you know weekend and she absolutely loved it. You can see the joy in her face. She's still here. Six years later, when she got that drastic diagnosis that shocked her, she thought, like, wow, I won't even see the other children, let alone your, your daughter, Eden at the time, was, like, one year old. It's like, I don't know if I'll see her grow up to four, five, six, seven years old. And my daughter's about to be eight. So my mom is still around, and I'm so thankful for that. The thing is this, though. My mom decided to do something different. And the thing is that many people out there are continuing to live the standard American lifestyle, continue to eat the junk food, take the toxic medications, continue to do the same things that the doctors are saying, um, you know, over and over. Just take your drugs, uh, mass the symptoms, come back when it hurts again, and then we'll just cut it off or replace it with a new one. Not that every doctor says that, but a good majority of them do. That's what they've been equipped to do, and it's not to any fault of their own. That's the way the system trains them. So the problem is that if you live the standard American lifestyle – meaning that you eat, you know, literally the junk food on a daily basis, that you, um, you know, continue to put actual chemicals on your food and on your body that are literally toxic to you, disrupt your hormones, and they disrupt your ability to heal naturally, then you're literally living the standard American lifestyle. And it's very sad. It's funny because I have to – I try not to do this, uh, but obviously just the certain amount of – Helping that I want to do when I'm around, uh, it could be obviously unwelcome or, or viewed different. But I'm walking around stores, and especially like in the midst of this pandemic, I'm walking around stores and seeing people and the things that they have in their carts. And I'm not trying to be judgmental, folks. I, you know, I, I love to drink a cold one watching watching football. Uh, you know, I respect alcohol, of course. My father was an alcoholic, uh, but you know, I've served in the military for 20 years, so I do know how to drink a beer or two and watch football and cut up with the best of them. Of course, eat chips, et cetera, et cetera, right? But, like, I'm not being judgmental to other people when I'm walking around and seeing them, but just my heart breaks. Literally, my heart breaks because I'm like, you have no idea what that food is doing to your body. You have no idea, just like my mom didn't have any idea. My mom would be the first one to put ramen noodles in the oven in a styrofoam cup Styrene is a chemical which causes cancer, is known It's a carcinogen. When you heat it up, it seeps into your food. My mom would be the first person to grab some water straight out of the faucet that has cl- uh, fluoride, chlorine, and all these different chemicals to try to keep it clean. She would nuke it in, an, in a microwave, which actually superheats the actual contents of the food and it takes away the nutritional value of it, and then she would shovel that down in her, her mouth, and if she's still hungry, she would eat a second one. And then she was kind of baffled and surprised she got cancer. Like, that's the problem. Like, if you're living that, oh, yeah, I'll just grab a McDonald's real quick for me and the kids. And, you know, um, you know, I'll just get this free food over here uh, because that's that's all I can get right now. Or I won't eat any vegetables or whatever. And then you are surprised, like, literally 10, 15, 20 years later, I feel bad for you. I really do. I feel bad. Absolutely bad for you because I know exactly how you feel and how lost you are when it comes to knowing the truth about health and healing and where your body, what your body needs, when your body's healing, and how to do that properly. And that's what I walk around like my heart breaks, but I can't stop and talk to everybody because literally eighty percent of people in America eat junk food on a daily basis. And just because, by the way, those of you the high and mighty that are high rollers, like you, you don't break a plate. Let me uh, hit you with some truth here. Just because you don't stop by a drive-through, um, <laughs> just because you don't stop by a drive-through in a in a, at a restaurant, a fast food restaurant, doesn't mean you don't eat junk food. By the way, I just want to make sure you know that. Um, you buy stuff that is conventionally grown, conventionally packaged stuff that will last seventy two years on your shelf because it's got so many preservatives that could you know make your skin look like you're you know uh. 80 or 70 or 60 in like t- in two milliseconds because it's so toxic. But nonetheless, you're also consuming junk food too. Once again, I'm not saying 100% um, you know, cleanliness and 100% amazingness. What I'm saying though is you got to make better choices. Why? Because these choices are literally killing people. Like I said last week, I was talking about hormones. Like The real pandemic is the fact that we're sick. As a country, we are sick. We have more heart disease and cancer deaths in the United States of America, the richest country in the world, to in the history of the world. And we have people dying because of gluttony in the sense of over-consuming things that our bodies were never meant to consume. So, the, oh, by the way, now, you know, it, literally people are overweight. Two-thirds of Americans are overweight or obese. And, and once again, uh, it's because of the choices that you're making. Number one, and everybody knows this, the problem is everything I'm saying, you know. This is the problem. It's like, it's really, really, if you really sit there and conceptually think about this, you know that eating healthy food is good for you. You know that working out is good for you. You know that, you know, not consuming empty calories like, you know, you know, fast foods and stuff is obviously a good idea, but you don't do it. It's because you don't have a reason to do it. Until you have the heart attack, until you get the cancer, until whatever. And that's unfortunate because it shouldn't, it should not take a life threatening disease for you to change your lifestyle. And I literally, I know I stroke a chord with one or two of you right now. At least one or two of you are like, dang, he is right. You shouldn't have to get the diagnosis of cancer, my mom, to say, holy cow, I need to start living differently. Because guess what my mom said? She said, you know what? I wish I would have realized this a long time ago and I would have lived preventatively and I wouldn't be going through all this fiasco craziness and anxiety worrying every single waking second, every single day, if this disease is going to take my life. That's the reality my mom lives with every day. Some of you know what I'm talking about because you've been battling cancer, you beat cancer, you probably just got diagnosed with cancer, and it's sad that all those three categories are listening right now. So, you know the good things to do. It starts with why are you doing them? Why aren't you eating better foods? Why aren't you working out more? Why aren't you going to bed earlier? Why aren't you doing all the really, really good, quality, healthy things that we know to do while you're not doing them? The answer is you don't have a big enough reason why. You're here in the hamster wheel consumption, consumerism, buying stuff, getting in debt, probably every single talk show host that speaks before me and after me has probably hit on this at some point or another. You have a bunch of debt. You're running the proverbial rat race, trying to keep up with the Joneses, the the Smiths, and the whoever's, right? And I get it. I 1,000% get it, I'm trying to provide an amazing lifestyle for my family, an amazing secure future for my kids. Well, nothing wrong with that. But the thing is this, though. They're not going to enjoy if you're not around. (laughs) That's the part. Like, my dad's not around. My dad died on Christmas Eve when I was 18 years old. My dad has not met my kids, never will. I mean, until we get to eternity, right? And literally, he's not met my kids. My kids don't know who he is, obviously, because he's passed away. That's the reality. Like, that's what real life looks like when you're no longer here. If you don't care, though, and you're the person that's like legit, like you don't care. Listen, I'm going to have an amazing ride while I'm here. I'm going to smoke. I'm going to drink. I'm going to do or all, all, all sorts of irresponsible behavior because I don't care. And that's you. That's on you. Kudos to you. At least you know you don't care. And even if it hurts the people you love, that's okay. Because you know deep down in your heart you don't care. And it doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter what wake-up calls you get. You're never going to change. You know what? At least you know that, and that's good. But for the rest of us that actually do care and that want to be there for our families and that want to hold our grandchildren and kiss them and bequeath some of our characteristics and you know show them wisdom in the future, you need, you need, need, need to do something different. That's why I get on radio every weekend. That's why I educate people about health and healing, and that's why I do this relentlessly because I, if I can say one person... From ever becoming my mom, I've done my job. i got to take a quick break here, folks. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. If not, you can text our office. That's that same number. Once again, 937-552-7364. Text new patient. You can text dinner. You can text whatever it is that you're trying to do or whatever information you need from our office so you can be the new you this year. So, um, you know, in the previous segment, I was literally just speaking out of the heart and kind of just getting you into a mental reset. Uh, a lot of people will set these amazing uh, resolutions, goals, etc. Some of you did set them already. And you know, it's like 15 or 16 days into the month, and you already quit. This is the reason why is because you don't have a big enough why as to why you're doing it. So with that said, I'm gonna give you some statistics, and once again, these numbers should scare you. Some people are like, "Oh yeah, sure," they're just numbers, right? But right now, this is where we currently stand in America with the standard American lifestyle. In America, we lost we lose 360,000 Americans every year due to diseases that are directly related to obesity and an unhealthy lifestyle. Like over a quarter, literally over a quarter million people are lost every single year because of things that could have prevented another thing obviously the convenience of america and the beautiful blessings that we have cars roads etc so for example this is something that obviously we're learning it at a really young age that you know physical activity and all these other things are important but we don't really do them so this is why we end up where we are right now so children that walk to school Back in the 1980s, it was 20% of children used to walk to school. In 2000, it was 12.5. Until I started driving, I remember walking to school back in Pennsylvania, and in Puerto Rico, too, uh, when I was there at a younger age in elementary school. But nonetheless, I used to walk to school up until I got my car, obviously the last two years in high school. And I was a cool cat because I had a you know Chevy Cavalier, <laughs> back in 1991 Chevy Cavalier. But anyways, so 12.5% of kids – In 2000, we're walking to school. In 2015, 15 years later, that number dropped down to 8.3%. And I get it. There's a lot of reasons why some of you would not want to, you know, your your kids walking to school. I get it. There's a lot of disgusting, crazy stuff that obviously we've seen uh, in the news, on social media, et cetera, et cetera. But nonetheless, um, 8.3%. So if that activity goes away, so literally 12% decrease, from 1980 to 2015 in actual physical activity for children. So you think children will carry those actual um, skills and habits into adulthood? The answer is absolutely yes. Of course, if they're not walking to school, they'll probably be the type that, like, I don't want to go for a walk after dinner. I'll just sit here on the on the couch, even though the weather is, the, the weather is perfect. It's literally 70 degrees, sunny, wind is night, light breeze, not too hot, not too cold. No, I'm just going to sit here right here on the porch. I'm not going to do anything just because you're learning it at a young age, only 90% of people um, literally get the recommended amount of physical activity in America right now. And once again, I just want, I'm just giving you stats so I can kind of paint the picture as to what you can do to prevent yourself from becoming a standard American lifestyle um, you know, deceased person. Uh, disease-written person, meaning that you have all the diseases that are associated with the diabetes, the high blood pressure, the arthritis, et cetera, et cetera, right? So last stat, uh, I got to get off here pretty soon. 1970, 1,919 calories per meal per day. Year 2000, 2,300 calories. Year 2015, 3,000 calories average per day by adults. An alarming increase in calories, mostly empty calories, a decrease in physical activity, You cannot, obviously, uh, overlook why it is that people are sick and unhealthy in America. So I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 957-WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. W H I O. This is W H I O's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, this is Rush Limbaugh. This is my home in the Miami Valley. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. 95 five seven W H I O. Welcome
1: back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to a full As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can find us also by searching on Instagram at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on uh, iTunes via podcast. Search Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. There's a million and one place you can find us. If you're looking for us, if you're looking for health, you will find it. If you're looking for the truth about your health, you will find that also. So, on the previous two segments, I've been talking about the standard American lifestyle and what that means to you and how your body is functioning or not functioning due to what you're doing or not doing. So, I'm going to walk you through a couple of things that are happening. I'm going to finish some statistics first and a couple of things that are actually are happening to your body if you happen to be obese or overweight. So, overweight by an ethnicity and race. So, right now, I'm just gonna walk through that. Hispanics and Latinos, 46% of the Hispanic and Latino community population is obese or overweight. Overweight. African Americans, 39.3%. Pacific Islanders, 32.7%. Caucasians, 26.9%. Asians, 23.1%. Does that have to do something with the socioeconomic background? Yes. Does that have to do something with the culture of food you eat? I can tell you, yes. From my view, my worldview, uh, uh, of course, is number one, a biblical worldview, uh, but number two, the experiences I had through that biblical worldview when I was growing up culturally in Puerto Rico, we eat a certain uh, amounts of foods and a certain types of foods that are actually more carbohydrate-centric than not. So this overweight thing is not surprising to me for Hispanics and Latinos because that's the category I fall in there, right? um first of all i'm a child of god that's what i go by uh but i just happen to be born in a latin american country et cetera, et cetera. but nonetheless hispanics and latinos 46 nearly 50 percent are overweight it's because of the dietary habits that we learn from our culture i believe just based on how i grew up like when i went to see my mom a few weeks ago now for new year's eat my mom made me all my favorite stuff and i'm gonna sit in uh, you know arroz con gandules right that's like a uh, rice with these um, beans i don't even know what they're called in english uh sancocho which some of you are listening like oh my gosh i've had that when i went to Colombia or uh, dominican republic whatever but like these dishes are literally packed with carbohydrates it's like yuca root you got um you know uh pumpkin in there like uh, squash you got Uh, cabbage. You got potatoes, plantains. I mean, and then a bunch of different meats. It's like literally like a hobo stew, but it's delicious, but it's literally mostly carbohydrates. And of course I downed it because I don't eat it all the time. So yes, I make that exception. That's a 20%. But at the end of the day, your dietary changes that need to take place for you to not become a statistic are very important and literally comes down to your cultural, your household beliefs and what you do or don't do every day. So main sources of empty calories in America right now. Literally, if you change this one thing, if I I know I got my hardcore patriots on on here listening And I love you guys. Uh, You know, I've been I've been overseas for this country, right? But I know the promises us uh, men that are like that. uh, We tend to be stubborn and we don't listen to anybody. I know some of you are chuckling right now. Uh, Big shout out to one of those guys, (laughs) one of my amazing patients, Jerry. uh, Comes all the way down from Belfast, and I've done a testimony with him. But uh, he's not stubborn at all. Uh, It's funny he came to our our dinner this past week. Just a phenomenal character, amazing guy. Love him. Uh, Love you, Jerry. I know you're probably listening, but nonetheless. Like, we're, we got a, we got a little bit of stubbornness in us. But if I can literally communicate just one thing, because if you want to be healthy, to see your grandchildren grow up and do all the blessed things that God wants to give to you and already has given to you, literally change this one thing. Stop drinking sweetened drinks. Don't change anything else. If you go through the McDonald's drive-thru, stop drinking sweetened drinks. Do not replace them with actual artificial sweetener drinks, especially when those sweetened drinks have aspartame, sucralose, equal, you name it, any of those artificial su- sweeteners. You can look up the research yourself. They're tied into a lot of different diseases, disease processes that are terrible for you. So you want to look those up. Some of them have been tied to cancer, heart disease, et cetera. Literally get water. I, I-, I challenge you challenge for the year. I'm not going to drink soda like Dr. Juan said, but I'm still going to eat the fries, the chicken nuggets, uh, the Big Mac, whatever. Do not get sweetened drinks. If you can literally change that one thing, you will drop weight. I can almost guarantee it, but obviously I can't guarantee anything because I don't know you and you're just listening. But if you change that, I'm pretty confident you will lose weight. Second, empty calories. The second one I love, so I don't eat them all the time because I know they're empty calories. French fries, or as we call them in the army, Patriot fries, (laughs) fries, basically. If you're going to have fries, and I know this is almost like un-American, Dr. Juan, why are you even saying this? (laughs) Eat sweet potato fries. Why? Because of the fiber content and the phytochemicals, the actual chemicals that that give that orangey look to it. Those chemicals are really, really good. If you must absolutely have fries, which I understand because every once in a while I'll get a steak, you know, filet or, you know, uh, you know, sirloin or whatever, and I love fries with it and, like, broccoli. It's weird, but that's what I get in an unsweet tea, and I put stevia in it. But nonetheless, what I do is I get the fries that have the skin on them because if you're going to eat a potato, you better eat it with the skin because of the actual content of, um, you know, chemical not chemicals but uh, nutrients, etc. that come from the ground that are contained with that potato. So nothing wrong with that, but just don't eat fries all the time so right here another one source of empty calories especially when conventionally raised red meat conventionally raised red meat it's a lot of calorie punch for the amount of exercise you don't do it just does not add up it actually you create a surplus you have more more calories that you're carrying out because it's not not super lean depending on the cut you get but nonetheless i'm not going to get into those uh you know things uh my details but like literally conventionally raised red meat will literally lead to empty calories. What you want is grass fed and you want to get the leanest cut of meat. That's why I get the filet or, you know, any other ones I get, I just cut the fat off. And I know that's the best part and it's marbleized and all that. And I get it, but I'm more interested in like holding my grandson uh, and then probably, you know, going fishing with my great grandson when I'm like 97 million years old. I'm more interested in that than that nice cut of meat in front of me. So, Desserts, um, desserts is another way to get empty calories into your body, and then lastly, and this is all the fun stuff, fry foods. <laughs> like, right, so they hit you with the f- the fries, and then fry wow. foods on top of that, just to add insult to injury, and then of course the soda, which I love soda with, you know, um, with actual uh, pizza or something like that. But there are a lot of different ways you can actually change, exchange these foods. To still be able to those thing, to do those things. Like I have pizza. We have soda in our house. Our kids drink soda. It's not really soda. It's not Coca-Cola or Pepsi. It's Zevia. It's sweetened with actual stevia, which is an herb that is 300 times sweeter than sugar. So we have sweet potato fries. We have uh, pizzas that are actually made out of almond or cauliflower um, crust. We have either goat cheese or a grass-fed... Uh, you know, mozzarella cheese, and we literally make our own pizzas. Delicious at home, etc. cetera. Yes, we, do we have conventional pizza from one of the uh, pizzerias in the area? Of course. But are we doing that for meals three times a week? No. We're not doing that. Why? Because if you train your children that way, they're going to become overweight or obese. Every fifth child in the world is overweight or obese. But yet we have hunger, which is weird, really weird. So that means that average, if you take the whole world – all the industrialized countries that are obviously well-to-do financially, etc. cetera, those industrialized countries, those kids are overeating to offset the millions of kids that are actually not eating. And this is how you get the staggering. One in five literally is overweight, which is 20% of children are overweight or obese. So another thing I want to talk about, the effects of obesity in the body. So I'm just going to walk you through. What happens to your body when you're carrying extra weight, especially obese? Uh, obesity more so than overweight. You know, I, I can tell you I could probably stand to lose 10, 15 pounds. Got it. Um, you know, and yes, it's that 20% that I need to change in my diet. Of course, these are some of the life goals I'm, I'm working on every year. I'll drop five to six pounds and then I'll keep I'll stay there, et cetera. And then, of course, stressful time happens in life and I start eating more ice cream at night. Even those keto ice creams got a good amount of, you know, fat. Etc. So I go through some of those things too because I'm human. But when you're obese and you like to the point in like where walking up the steps, like if you can't walk a mile consecutive without having to stop because you're out of breath, uh, most likely, and I'm not picking you, my mom would be that person. So obesity on the body, first of all, tying it back to the pandemic, coronavirus, pulmonary disease, abnormal function of the lungs. Obstructic, obstructic, oh, I'm sorry. obstructic sleep apnea, hyperventilation syndrome, hypoventilation. Let me describe that one, uh, the second <laughs> obstructive uh, sleep apnea. So sleep apnea, basically, that is, is obstructed by the fact that you have so much weight on your chest and your neck is collapsing, and that is, uh, you know, kind of crushing down your trachea, so it does not allow you to sleep, so you stop, you stop. I mean, it does not allow you to breathe during sleep. You stop breathing, and then you wake up in a frantic attack, and guess what happens? You then uh, gasp for air, and then you're waking up multiple, multiple times through the day, and guess what happens? You don't have any energy the next day because you didn't get any oxygen. You didn't get any rest. Hypoventilation syndrome, meaning that you have so much mass in the upper body thorax area above the diaphragm that you're trying to take a deep breath in and let it all the way out, And you cannot take the deep breath in because you have so much weight. So hypo less than ventilation, you're not ventilating your lungs. So therefore, you're not getting an even carbon dioxide to oxygen exchange. Therefore, you're fatigued. And that leads to a bunch of other issues. So very important that you realize that because people that have been infected by COVID, one of the side effects after they're recovering is labored breathing. This is why the ventilators, obviously, were put out at the very beginning. Uh, You know, there was a Herculean effort by a president to, obviously, get those, et cetera, And then then they found out, you know, Dr. Kyle Seidel, once again, somebody's life has been saved because of this brave doctor, medical doctor. I did a show a long, long time ago uh, about what he came out and said, like, you know what? I don't think ventilation is the right treatment for this. So, nonetheless... Uh, this medical doctor said it, I was just repeating what he said, um, but they realized that that's not the issue. It's just the fact that there's a lack of oxygen. So if you have a sleep apnea, you're not sleeping well, you're not recovering well, you have hypoventilation syndrome because your lungs cannot fill all the way, guess what? You're going to have a harder time when you get COVID. That's, that's the bottom line. That's why in America, we have such a lingering punch in the face from this actual virus because, yes, it's real, it's there, and it's definitely taking lives, but because in America we have a lot of people that fall in this category, right? So then another issue that happens from the standard American lifestyle is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So that's where, like, people get cirrhosis of their liver, and they don't even know where it came from. They're like, I never drank a drop of alcohol. So... The reason why is because the liver is riddled with a bunch of fatty pockets because you have so much your triglycerides are so high. Your body starts into interv- like literally intervening and seeing them as like uh, a, a toxin. So it starts trying to detox it and it gets you know goes to the liver. The liver detoxes you from every drug you ever take. That's why it's not good to take drugs long periods of time cuz your liver is going to suffer and it suffers so slowly that you can have a liver that will last you 20, 30, 40 years on the same medication, but once it's, it's kaput, it's kaput. So the, the liver, though, becomes cirrhotic, a cirrhotic liver because of the amount of fat. So the fat cells are competing for space versus the actual hepato cells, hepatocytes, which are the liver cells trying to do their job. When that happens, you cannot clean your blood properly through the kidney slash you know, digestive system, et cetera. Your enzymes in your livers go up. All of that stuff happens when you're obese because of standard American lifestyle. So I got to take a quick break here, folks. You're listening to Live in the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the Internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us on Instagram by searching Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on by searching on itunes podcast living the full life podcast subscribing to that you will not miss a beat even if you're in town or out of town if you get got a chance to listen to the show or not you can listen every single week week in, week out and allow yourself to be educated so you can make better choices so folks been talking about obesity been talking about overweight been talking about the standard american lifestyle and all the things that that does to us in our bodies. so now Right now, I want to talk about just a couple more things regarding the effects of obesity on the body, and I'm going to talk about specifically the heart and the pancreas. And then I'll touch on cancer lastly, and then we'll be done. The heart, heart disease, coronary heart disease. Coronary heart disease is the actual disease that happens to the arteries that supply the heart with blood. So your heart is a muscle. It needs blood to function. It needs oxygen. It needs all these other nutrients, minerals and vitamins. If your heart is basically in, under stress and the amount of uh, you know extra you know tissue, amount of extra body fat, triglycerides to your blood, those actual arteries inside of your heart start getting clogged up that supply your heart with actual oxygen and your heart stops or the muscles dies and that's where you have a cardiac event, heart attack, etc. So obviously not to mention the things that are precursors to that. Hypertension, which is high blood pressure. Dyslipidemia, once again, random high and low numbers of different lipids or triglycerides and other you know, LDL, HDL, uh, cholesterol, etc. Which are all, by the way, signs of inflammation, that the LDL is bad for you. Once again, that's a lipid hypothesis. It's a hypothesis still. Many medical doctors will disagree with it. Nonetheless, though, the lipid dysfunction is not a good thing that happens. Another thing is that people will get severe pancreatitis when it comes to the pancreas when they have obesity or or they're overweight. More on the obesity side, right? So pretty important that you know that the pancreas suffers greatly because it's constantly working, spewing out glucagon, insulin, etc. hormones and it just cannot win because you're bombarding it every single waking moment of the day with another sweet drink another dessert another you know fries fried foods you know conventionally raised red meat etc lastly cancer breast cancer uterine cancer cervix colon cancer esophageal cancer pancreas cancer kidney and prostate all those are associated with being obese i'll say it again all those are associated with being obese so my mom, I've been overweight and obese, actually, technically, since I was born. She had me when she was 22. And my mom has been overweight my entire life, obese, overweight. She lost a little bit of weight at one point or another, go right back. So it is important that you understand that these cancers have a direct linkage to you being overweight or obese. So the question is, what are you going to do different? So in the last minute or so that we have here, so super simple easy steps. For those of you who are not diehard, maybe next week I'll share with those of you who are diehard and want to do something more than just the basics. Right now, if you change these three things, I'm very confident that you will lose weight. Number one, stop drinking sweet drinks. Number two, drink more water. Number three, whenever possible, do the physical equivalent to the commodity. So for example, take their stairs Instead of taking the escalator or the elevator, um, do some sort of physical activity, not necessarily like a workout, but like you know picking up something, cleaning up in the house, sweeping the floor, whatever. try to do something like that for 15 to 20 minutes a day. drink water, stop drinking the sweet drinks. and I'm pretty confident, very, very confident you will lose weight because that's the way your body's designed to function, folks. Folks, I am out of time today. You guys have a blessed weekend. Thanks so much for listening. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a Cons Media Group station from the CJS air.com studios. CJS means yes.